Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Well, if we ever wonder what it would sound like if somebody crashed into the presidential motorcade, we know what that goes. Wait, I, is it is it sad that I felt bad for this guy because he had no idea? And they the look on his they captured a moment when they told him that hey, uh, you crashed into the back of the presidential motorcade, and he was just shocked. He was like, "Huh, <laughs> poor so, guy." We'll give you the scene first. And then the Secret That's, Service jumped out, found the guy, and pulled guns on him. Yeah, it was. I, I and the poor guy looked like, oh my god, I'm I'm going to get shot while I'm sitting here. What's yeah. going on? Now at the same time, the president who's walking out, of, he had campaign headquarters in Delaware. I, I didn't realize that. Okay, I'm picking so, up a check, I, or dropping I, I, one off. I don't know what he was doing, but he's walking out and he's waving to people, and all of a sudden you see him just stop and he turns around and he looks. And like he just looks up the street, and then he continues to walk toward the his car. And then one of the Secret Service guys realizes, oh God, somebody just smashed into the back of the motorcade, and they drag him over to the car to put him in. It takes a good fifteen seconds for him to get in the car because he's very frail getting in. He does say, "Wow, yeah." It so was, he's like, he was aware, yeah, that it, it, there was something going on. Yeah. But I don't think he realized his life may hit, and that's what the Secret Service is there for, thinking that the president's life is in danger. But they scurried him in, and then, you know, they're all standing around the door, and you see him gingerly get himself. It takes a while for him to get in the car. <laughs> gingerly is a good ex- description. <laughs> I, and I'm not trying to be mean, but it, it, no, did. it, it is took a it while. Is. You know, it's, it's, it's like me climbing into one of those big high trucks without the, you know, those, the footing on the bottom. You got to climb up. I'm like, geez, buddy, get in the car. So they don't push him around. It, it's so sad, though. You know how they always say, eventually we get used to anything. It takes like a couple of months and mm-hmm. you can your mind gets used to everything. We're so used to this guy. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Being a decomposing decrepit that we actually... It's it's normal to say, did he know what was going on? Yeah. Can you sad. imagine even like any year in the past, any president in the past saying, wow, do you think he was aware of what's going on? We're so used to this guy being just completely out of it and demented. It's a, it's a legit question now. It's true. And it's, it's, um, ex- it's but, unbelievable this is real life. But the thing is, it's accepted. You're right. It only ta- You know what? It takes it takes the average person, what What do they say? Is it seven weeks for a habit is that what to it die is? or Something whatever like it is? That. I forget what it is. But You get used to it's everything. It's true. So you have accepted the fact that we have an elderly president, which we do. He's 80, right? Uh, and uh, the guy walks, he shuffles, he stops, he looks, he shuffles some more, he falls down the stairs. I, you know, but, and any other president, if this had happened in their motorcade, they would have thrown him in the back of the car. Yep. 
not this guy. Yep. They just stand around the door while he lowers himself in and kind of scoots over. I just thought I, I likened it to, granted, it, it isn't similar to what happened to Reagan, but remember when Reagan was shot at and Brady oh, got hit? They jumped they, right in. They threw, literally grabbed him like yeah. a log and threw him in the back of that, that beast or whatever it was called back then, the presidential vehicle. Not with Biden. They're afraid they're going to hurt the guy. Even with, uh, do you remember the 20, 2016, remember the 9-11 thing? It was that incident where... They saw Hillary, what, that thing fall out of her oh, leg? that's right, yeah. And then all of a sudden, they, they saw what was happening. They grabbed her and they threw her in the back of that minivan. She was the same way. They just picked her up and threw her. They threw her. And but not with him. couldn't do that to Biden. He'd break. No, I, and I think they're aware of that. So, you know, you and I were having this conversation off the air. We can't wait for the Dan Bongino book on Biden. Oh. How, like, he, he, he was with the Secret Service for Hillary Clinton oh, yeah. and what he said in his book. But can you imagine the Secret Service guys and gals? After Biden's gone, writing books about <laughs> taking care of this man. Oh, my goodness. When they're all retired and somebody's going to come out with some story. <laughs> and then there was the day I had to change his diapers. Oh, God, please. <laughs> oh, God. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, I'm just saying, get ready for it, <laughs> God, because those those are the guys and girls that'll have the most horrifying stories. Well, you're you're absolutely right because they're with them on an intimate oh basis, God, no. unfortunately. Oh, good, please. Hey, uh. Oh no, <laughs> isn't it sad we make fun of the president? Oh, it's horrifying. It's, it's terrible. I uh, got cooler uh. weather that's going to last. Apparently, you heard Jennifer Correa's forecast there a little bit. That's that's nice. Did, did we all rebuild and survive the great? Uh, <laughs> Wind event of 23. One last kick in the shins before we get out of this year. But you know what? Yesterday, as I was attempting to pick up palm fronds in, in my yard, I thought of you and thought, you know what? Bill was right. If this was July, every government building would have been closed. The schools would have been closed. Buses would have stopped. Planes would have been grounded because a tropical storm is hitting South Florida. <laughs> and and that's basically what we got this weekend. Let's, yeah. let's not deny it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, the winds were ridiculous. And when the rain arrived, it was just like a tropical storm. Okay, less flooding, I get it. But still, can you You're imagine right. the panic this would have caused in July? It would have been, get the bread and, what is that guy, the milk and bread? Get the bread and milk. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> it was crazy. I was just so upset because my, my even my blow-ups, you know, they're pretty secure. They got blown all over the place. I'm thinking if I plug them in today, they might have gotten ripped to shreds. No, I know. As I left them outside, poor things. I lost one wreath. Did you? Yeah. Blew <laughs> off because we, we have, I have three. One's in the top of the roof, and then there's two on each, like, light thing by the side of the, you know, on the garage. Okay. Oh, that left one. Really? Nope. Gone. Because they roll. Neighbors got a good treat. Wreaths <laughs> so. are expensive. So now I'm down a wreath. Uh-oh. You have to, to wait till after Christmas to buy them. They go on sale. We will rebuild. <laughs> you lost a wreath. This I, is not what you want to see in the holiday travel season. There was a bomb threat. Everything's okay. But a bomb scare at Fort Lauderdale Airport yesterday. Okay. So explain to me what, what brilliant person. He was probably ticked off about something. Stop saying I have a bomb. You know, what it, you know what it is? When people Jeez. people joke, they think they're funny. Oh, I, I yeah. swear to God. And that's probably exactly what this guy did. You know, oh. you know, when they're patting me down, don't worry about it. I got a bomb on my suitcase. So they screw up everybody <laughs> else's plans. But I'll tell you what we know about that. And was there a UFC event in Vegas this weekend? Mm, maybe. Y- yes. And that means 
President Trump was there, of course. Does he go to all of them? I think now he does. Jeez. They got that and more coming up next. Welcome to Monday, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Oh. Headlines, financial news, real estate updates, and intelligent talk for South Florida. News Talk 850 WFTL. It happens so often now at UFC matches. It's like a scheduled thing in the announcer's pre-roll. He's like, okay, president arrives at 8.30. Make sure you announce him. (laughs) Isn't that amazing, though? Arrives with his crew, Dana White, president of the UFC, and Kid Rock. And then he sits down to, sits down with Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez? Remember him? Yes. Actually, I shouldn't say remember him. He still does a ton of TV. Wow. I, I didn't realize he was a UFC fan or a Trump fan, for that so matter. So we can expect him to be canceled today. <laughs> I was going to say, what show is he on? <laughs> See you later. He'll be on the unemployment line. Yeah. Poor guy. Wow. How do you like that? How do you, how do you pull the, the ticket to be the person that gets to sit next to the former president of the United States at a UFC fight? I don't know. Because you know they have to be somebody who supports them. They, they're going to sit next to, you know, somebody like, uh, what was his, the the... the Comedian's oh, wife there. Bill Barr's Bill, wife yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that didn't go so well. No. So yeah. I'm thinking you're not going to sit next to her or somebody mm. like her. So it's got to be somebody they know supports this president and doesn't care. So you had said off the air, is this like every UFC fight now he goes to in Vegas? I think I think so. I think that's his voter block. And so, it's automatic TV time. Do you, do you think he – so let me ask you this. Do you think he schedules his appearances in Vegas to coincide with the UFC fights? I wonder. So well, I got to find out when the next UFC fight is, right? And we'll find out whether or not he's there. Yeah, I mean so that's I, one way. That would be one way to figure it out, right? Now earlier in the day, same day too, he was in New Hampshire. He, this one was kind of like a, like a recap. He's, he spent a lot of time talking about the accomplishments of what he did during his administration, which he usually does, but especially these days. But check this out. This time when he goes to the past accomplishments, uh-huh. there's a music. Ensemble that, oh, God. that slowly plays under him. <laughs> Three years ago, we were a great nation, and we will soon be a great nation again. You know why? Commercial. They're going to use that for his campaign. Oh, there you go. That's why right. they put music underneath it. Perfect there he is for live, it. right? And use that, that little clip. They take that clip and they'll throw it in oh, its yeah. commercial. Watch January; it'll show up. Now, this was the first big event he had. That he had a chance to comment on the college campus, the college presidents and their appearances oh. before. And you can imagine how that went. Censorship and anti-Semitism to our campuses. And did you hear those dumb people in Congress <laughs> oh, the other day? They couldn't answer the simplest question that anybody would be able to answer. Whether it's one side or the other, you can answer that you cannot allow that to happen. That's all they had to say. And said they had like a legal sentence. Whoever the lawyer was that briefed them should be fired immediately. Seriously, though. That's right. Somebody, and it was the same talking point, so it was the same PR, legal firm, whatever it was. What an awful job they did for them. They, they did say that the uh, Ivy League schools hired a certain firm to, oh. to prep all of these presidents. That's why they all said the exact same thing. That's what it was. It's, it's, here's, here's your standard response. Say it this way. You can't legally be you know, caught in anything. It's kind of when you say, I recall, 
as I remember. Yeah, yeah, that's, right. Those are like key words. If you ever hear people like that say that on, on a stand. It's, it's baloney. Be, it's, it's what the attorneys tell you to say. Yeah. So you don't get caught. It's legal speak. Yeah. So you're not, you're not admitting to it, but you're not denying it either. Well, it backfired for these presidents because it would have been a simple question. You know, well, discrimination against anybody is wrong. How tough would that have been? How much did they pay this PR firm to tell them that and just say, discrimination's wrong? Then fight it out later whether it's actually happening or not. But they couldn't even do that. I had, it was it was pathetic, is what it was. And I'm th- again, I, if one of my kids went to school there, I'd be like, okay, we're I don't care how a prestigious Ivy League school it is, we're moving you. So allegedly, I don't know whether this is true or not, but people are saying applications for Harvard and I think it might have been Princeton is the other one way down. Really? For spring semester, way down. Well, you know what? It's, it, it, at least it, the people have spoken. Right. You know, I, I have always said, I think Harvard's president will be short-lived because what's going to happen is stuff like this. And they're going to blame her because the school's losing money. And when mm-hmm. it comes to losing money, they don't want a president that's going to lose the universe. That's the whole reason the president's there. Yeah. To make us look good and to get us money. Yeah, I'll never it's forget. Just that simple. I don't know how we got out of this mindset and started thinking that these are these schools are, you know, this is a... A place of exceptional privilege. It's a business. And you're hiring as a student. This is how you have to look at it. You're hiring them to teach you. You pay them. Yeah, and look what they're teaching. And and when they're not doing a good enough job at that, take the money away. Go go somewhere else. Well, I think that, uh, who's the billion, Bill Ackerman? Is that his name? I bet you he's uh, behind a lot of it. Gotta be. Well, if he pulled all of his hundreds of millions of dollars, Mm -hmm. that right there had to be a huge hit for Harvard. And you know, they have a lot of influence with their billionaire friends. So he calls them, he goes, oh, Paul, how you doing? Okay, you know that billion you gave Harvard? Pull it. Right. We could use it here. And they're like, okay, sure, fine. Mm -hmm. And, And that's what happens. So now you got all these people with lots of money not giving money to Harvard. I'm telling you, that Claudine Gay's days are numbered. She better start looking for a job at, uh, I don't know, maybe greeting people at Walmart. If that. Now this happened. You know, this happens all the time, holiday week when it really picks up. And, and I don't know the exact situation, but you know it was somebody who thought they were funny. A bomb scare is blamed. Everything's fine. But disrupted travel plans at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport. Deputies responded yesterday. A man at the checkpoint apparently made a reference to a bomb. So, th- and that's all it takes, by the way. Yeah, and even if it's a joke, well, yeah, just like the bomb I got in my suitcase, right? You know, or and and it was probably because he was frustrated or he thought he was being funny. So what happens? They got to call the bomb squad in. They got to investigate everything. They shut down the whole terminal one for three hours. So if you had a plane to catch. You sat there for the plane was late because the plane probably wasn't allowed to take off until they got the all clear. So how many people were late because of that? Yep. So three three hour delay. Three hours. So that would mess up all kinds of connections, or or getting to your destination on time. Rental cars. Right. So you know you think about it, and then just the the snowball effect. So your plane's three hours late getting into where it's supposed to be. So those people are all three hours. So it just kind of escalates just because some guy was being a Yahoo. By the way, they said no arrests were made. Right. Which I was kind of surprised. Yeah, Usually nothing. If, if you make a, a threat like that, they they haul you away. Maybe we should ask uh, Jay Ratliff, our flight aviation expert at Flight 850 at 735 about that. Like, why wouldn't there be any arrests yet? Or, so or could, could that still be coming? Could be. And maybe he has some insight as to exactly what happened. But, oh, you know, don't be. stop telling stupid jokes, people. I know. I mean, it, we're assuming uh, it's a joke, but... That's usually what the what the case is, and you know what? Even if it wasn't, I'd be just think of how 
ticked. I would be livid if I found out the guy in front of me while I'm going through the checkpoint says that and they shut down the whole terminal. I would have throttled this guy. They should just let him loose. <laughs> That's it. Let, let the, let the passengers <laughs> loose on this guy for five minutes. That's all it would take. <laughs> it's like gladiator days. Boom. Right. Wouldn't happen again. Oh, that's for sure. Okay. <laughs> all right. What happens when a Palm Beach rock star goes to a sleep... It sounds like one of your Hallmark movies. A what? When a Palm Beach rock star goes to a sleepy Vermont town... Did you hear about Rod Stewart? No. <laughs> the weekend he went into this little thrift shop in Vermont. No, you're kidding me. No. Oh, I would. Die. And I don't want to bring it up because he's a big friend of 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 the show. Yeah, well, you know he's got the app. He listens all. Oh, he yeah. probably had us on while he was in the, sh- oh, the store. Yeah. yeah, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> we got that. some headlines coming up next. The oh. South Florida Morning Show. And now more of the South Florida Morning Show on News Talk 850 WFTL. Hey, by the way. You reminded me of this early today. It's been a while since we played this one. This is Powerball. I'm telling you, mm, it's going up, going to a billion, baby. It, it could be. If no one wins tonight, it's uh, $543 million tonight. So if no one wins, you figure it's going to go up to what, like five seventy-five. It's on its way. Yeah, but it doesn't have enough time to hit a billion. Mm. It's only two more drawings before Christmas. So. I don't know. The mad rush is coming. Two, could be. I Maybe two or three. I got to figure that one out. But You've seen these roads? All of the north is down here. They're all going to buy Powerball when they're in Florida. It's going to happen. And see, and it's going to be like that ticket that they bought in Orlando that no one cashed in on. Seven, what was it, 17 yeah. million bucks? I know. So it, that goes it, right back into the uh, state kitty. Sure it does. And they say it goes to education. I'd like to know where. Hmm. Educating, I don't know, officials. Who the hell knows? But uh, I, I just think somebody's going to be here for Christmas vacation. Here, you know, a nice little holiday, and they're going to buy a ticket. They're going to forget about it, and they're going to end up winning this Powerball. Probably. Can you imagine? I could see it happening. It'd be sweet. I, I'd, I'll tell you, I'll share it a couple of ways with people. I don't care. In the meantime, it was a good, busy weekend for President Trump. We talked about his appearance at UFC. It, there's a UFC event in Nevada. He's going to be there. If he's in Vegas, it's like a standard operating procedure. He shows up, and I think he's even in the the liner cards for the MC. Okay, at 35 announced that... You know, Dana White is walking into the arena with the president of the United States. We'll cue you when it happens. But he uh, before that, he was in New Hampshire. After the event, he was in Reno, Nevada. Like, we're in the state. You might as well, you know, do an appearance. Get all kinds of things to say about the economy at this one. I will rapidly end crooked Joe Biden's inflation nightmare, end this war on American energy. And we will drill, baby, drill. We're going to drill. And he he was not shy at all about talking about these poll numbers because they went up again across the board. Every poll head to head against Biden, it's he's gaining rapidly. Yeah, he also uh, stands in the primary race. They did this. I guess it was more for the New Hampshire look. Mm -hmm. But now he's up to 69 percent of the vote for a primary race. That's seven points higher than November. Yeah. Twenty six points higher since February. DeSantis came in second with 12 percent. Haley was third with nine. Oh, but she's the story. Gaining, cutting into Trump's lead, I saw in New Hampshire. Huh? I, I, just because Sununu said he endorsed her? The, is that the Sununu effect? <laughs> like, okay, really? She picked up one voter. Uh, Mrs. God. Sununu. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm like, okay. It, it, he just keeps on getting a bigger lead and a bigger lead. I, Chris Christie, he, what, what is his beef with the former president? All he did this weekend was trash Trump. And then he trashed Nikki Haley. He said the bad thing about Nikki Haley is, you notice she won't answer one question about Donald Trump. And I'm like, okay, Chris, we're we're done with this this rhetoric. Shut up. Move on. 
They're all such slobs, too. You can see right through them. They all just want, except for DeSantis, because he's, you know, got his own gig. They all just want administration jobs. All of them. It's like, ah, oh, jeez. And it's not going to work. Mm. No. I, I, Chris Christie, if Trump wins, which looks like it's going to happen, unless some legal matter keeps him out of it, Chris Christie will never see the light of day of this administration. No, I don't think he so. He might even deport him to a new country. I think that's why he's mad in the first place, because he didn't give him a job in the administration. <laughs> it, it could very well be, because he wanted to be attorney general, he didn't did, he? He did, didn't he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Uh-huh. And he just kind of poo-pooed him. And ever since then, Chris, but Chris Christie running on the fact that you're trashing the guy that has a 70% lead right. over everybody else isn't going to do you your campaign any good. Right. Regardless of whether or not you like the guy or not, you can't trash him because the world loves him. Even even the Democrats like him more than they like Biden or anybody else they're going to put up there for right now. Like, what is the strategy here for the people the also-rans? They're not going to win. And they also, you realize you, you, every time you speak out against Trump, he still got, reportedly, 74 million votes. There's a 74 million people at least yeah. you know of that love the guy. And you're going to you're going to offend them by attacking him. Uh, it's just there's I don't get it. I, I don't understand what their their strategy is so, at this point uh, besides writing books and Sure, get well, it. Chris Christie has already written books, you know. I I, I don't get him. I really uh, don't. So he needs does. to go away. Well, here's I I don't know why I love this story. It's just the image of it. So imagine you're in a a small sleepy Vermont town over the weekend. Okay. Virgin, I believe it's called. It's 20 miles south of Burlington, Vermont. There's okay. 2,500 total people in the town. Oh, jeez. You go into a, a sleepy little knickknack store. Oh. And who walks in? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Rod Stewart walks in, but it's the employees. You know, it's a younger employee, the reaction to this thing. So Rod's 78 now. Wow. Good friend. Okay. Palm Beecher. Yeah, listens to us all the time because he's got the app. You should too, by the way. Sure. Uh, the owner of the thrift store that he walked into uh, uh, about the holiday specials in their community-focused shop, and he was very excited about it, so he bought a leather jacket. The owner of the place says she has a younger employee who slipped her a note that says, is this guy a rock star? Oh, my God. <laughs> I had no idea who it was. Oh, God, help us. Oh, I love that. Is this, is this a rock star? Okay. As he, and I would if if Rod Stewart, if it was my store, I was working in Vermont, and Rod Stewart walked in, I'd lock the door and I'd say, "You and I are going to sit here and we're going to have tea and crumpets together." Well, that's very threatening. And, and, You'd be arrested. And, and we're going to have a conversation because I love you. Here was, here's what makes it even better. So it's this small, you know, Vermont. A lot of people versus you know how sleepy it is and small and you know what was he doing idyllic. there? Do we know? Just shopping with his wife. That's pretty wild. Um. He walked in. He had glittery platform alligator skin boots. <laughs> what was your first clue? He didn't belong there. Exactly right. <laughs> oh, God. Gotta love him. Speaking of the people who are also running against Trump. Yes, yeah. Boy, Vivek Ramaswamy wow. had some strong things to say on stage. Boy, his filter is falling apart. Now he's just swearing up on stage. Well, I think it's probably because he knows he doesn't have a shot. Probably. So what, what the heck? You know what? I might as well let it all hang out. But it so. played big to the... He was at that... Tur- I think there was a Phoenix, those turning point get-togethers. Oh, yeah. They have it here at the convention yeah. center, isn't it? And the one at, in Orlando's big, too. He was at the one in Arizona. And we'll talk about the Biden motorcade incidents. Oh. This poor guy crashed into the motorcade. He had no idea what was going on. Poor thing. Not Biden, the guy that crashed well, into Well, maybe Biden, too. Well, he, he still has no idea. <laughs> All right, that and more. It's coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. You waited through the commercials, and now, here's your payoff. The South Florida Morning Show on News Talk 850 WFTL. 
the sound of somebody crashing into a presidential motorcade. I've never actually heard a story like this. I don't think it's ever happened, to be quite honest with you. It's kind of like in the back of it, in the side street, because there's a bunch of cars, cars in a motorcade. Yeah, I don't they really know it. what they are. And this was outside of very near a Joe Biden campaign event in Delaware. It always used to be you never knew what limousine the president was in, but now that the beast is so much bigger <laughs> right. than all the rest of them, and, and I guess if you were to be you know really sneaky about it, you could just look at the weight of each car, whichever one's the heaviest would be the one carrying the president. But he was leaving the campaign headquarters in Delaware, and he comes out and he waves to people, and then you see him stop, and he kind of looks to the left, and he just goes, huh. <laughs> and then he starts walking toward the car, and then that's when somebody in a Secret Service team realizes, oh, my goodness, somebody just crashed into the back of the motorcade. This could be an attack on the president. They scurry him to the door. Now, the first thing I noticed was they scurry him to the door. They don't touch him. Biden takes a good 10 seconds to oh, get into the he's car. He's taking his time. He takes he his time. He did actually, you can't really hear it in there, but he did actually stop and go, wow. Wow. Yeah, so he saw that right. the, the accident was, but he, I don't think it, it, it hit him that this could be an attack on your life. So they scurry him over. But I'm, all I could think about was, and you mentioned Hillary, I was thinking of Reagan. Whenever there's an oh, attempt yeah. on a they president's on life, they drag him and they just threw him in the back of that limousine. Yep. Same with Hillary when she passed out at that situation, the 9-11 tribute in New York City. Remember they chucked her into the medivan? You yeah. didn't see her for 10 days. Yeah, she just, boom. Then she showed up at her daughter's house and they put an IV in her and she was fine, right? Uh, but not <laughs> not Biden. They don't grab him and throw him because they're afraid to break him. So it was... And this poor guy, the story is this poor guy, it was. Just, it really was just a simple accident. This guy had no idea what was happening. It was kind of, I guess it was in the back of the motorcade and it was this cross street and he just hit one of the vehicles in the back, not the president's vehicle. Guns drawn come upon this guy. And he was, yeah, no you could was see him. He's on. just like staring out the window, like, okay, I'm, I'm not going right. to do anything. I'm sorry. I didn't realize. And he, I don't know why he hit the car. They, they didn't say there's, you know, he was impaired. It could have been ice. It, it could have been he was texting and wasn't paying attention. Yeah, just it a simple accident. Yeah. But you know but, what else I thought of? And I didn't think about this until you just mentioned that, that the, you know, the beast, the presidential car is so much bigger than the other ones. But even those other ones, have all the extra suspension, metal, bulletproof stuff. Torpedoes. This, this guy must have felt like he hit a school. Can you imagine? Yeah. He must have bounced off this I, thing. I, I didn't see they, how much they're, damage was to his they, car. They with said it they're destroyed. about twice as heavy as the average car. Oh, they're, yeah, they're, they're well, wow. they, they got bulletproof doors and windows. Everything, all that of it. That in itself would make it, you know, a couple of thousand pounds heavier. The non-pop assume, right? tires. Yeah, how do you, what kind of tire? Who makes those tires? I don't know. I want some. Oh, I love them. <laughs> Put them on my car. What do they call them? The never, the never fill, ne- never? Never flat. Yeah, that. That. They, they do go flat somewhere along the line, but they give you a good 35 miles to get somewhere, I think. That's okay. Yeah, it works for me, but they're oh. very expensive. But anyway, it, it, but this poor guy, you could tell he had no idea what just happened other than he got an accident. And then the next thing you know, he's got like 10 guns pointed at him. He's like, oh, my God. Somebody got a close Please. in zoom up shot because you can get close to it of the look on his face when thing. they just told him who they hit. I think I think they told him and this poor guy was it's just like, in shock. What? I'm oh. sorry. Well, well, what do I do for insurance? <laughs> what if the motorcade hit you? Like, how would that work? Oh, I'm sure they buy you a new car if there was a lot of damage. I'd say right to hey, yeah. Biden, get insurance on that thing. <laughs> hey, Joe. <laughs>
<laughs> you better be insured. I, I I would bet they've hit somebody along the line. Oh, I'm sure. You they know, have. rushing through. Oh God! If you've ever seen the, especially in Washington D.C., they get it down to a science though. Helicopters above. Yep. And then the motorcade zooms through, and and the streets in Washington D.C. Some of them aren't very big, especially around the Capitol. They fly through those streets. Mm-hmm. And there's there's no way you're getting near it. But the minute he passes, they reopen the roads. I mean, but. It's. Uh, I can imagine, you know, when they're cruising through at 60 miles an hour down a 20-mile-an-hour street. Nothing's going to stop it. Nothing's going to stop them. They're going to hit you. If you get in their way, they're plowing through you. So, I don't know. Uh, also in the swamp, kind of, sort of, Vivek Ramaswamy had quite an appearance. I, I actually, even though he dropped a, an F-bomb on stage at Turning Point in Phoenix, the looser version of him, because he's talking to a younger crowd. It's supposed to be these these younger voters. That's what that organization is. See, I thought he was taking a page out of Elon Musk's book. Maybe that's what it is. I, I, don't, I, know. I don't know what it was, because you could tell the crowd was kind of shocked. At a first. little bit. They were like, whoa. <laughs> but he, he's talking about the response. We talked. We mentioned this very briefly after the last debate. Van Jones on CNN had a meltdown. And he said, oh, yes. I'm shaking because Vivek Ramaswamy's much younger than Trump, he's going to be around for decades saying this kind of stuff. <laughs> so Vivek made fun of that on stage. I can't blame him. In the middle of it, dropped dropped an F-bomb, but he was kind of funny. And then you get the mainstream media. You got this character Van Jones on CNN afterwards saying, this is the rise of an American demagogue who's going to live 50 years longer than Trump. This is dangerous. I am shaking. That's what he says. <laughs> Just shut the f- up. <laughs> <laughs> At a certain point. <laughs> Crowd loved it. Crowd loved it. Yeah, then they, then they get louder because he says it a second time. Yeah, he did. But he was just like Elon Musk when he was chastising Disney and all the other, you know, company CEOs who pulled their money off of X. It was the same kind of delivery. I was like, wow, okay. It, it's a good reminder for all of us because I fall into this trap too when, when, when just the lefties start to just drive you insane with their insanity. You have to mock them. You have to. They're 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 really God's children. Well, it's, you need to mock them because they're insane. Why doesn't somebody pick on more than the people on the View? Those women are lunatics. They're lunatics, and they are. And the lunatics that watch it gobble it up, and they just spout it. And you always and they, know, they, like someone that's been watching CNN or the View, mm-hmm. they just spout it out word for word. They're, they're totally totally brainwashed. It's like, do you not look at anything else? Do you not realize they're wrong? And I you forget. can't debate with them. Like, has anybody ever changed the mind of any of these simpletons ever? I don't think so. No. It doesn't work. No, so it you, doesn't. you just, for your own sanity, you got to make fun of them. You have yeah. to. Or you just have to ignore them because they'll Either drive way. you crazy. They but it's will. hard to ignore them. Uh, well, my, you know, my one of my dearest friends. Oh, I know. Is, she and I got into She just came down to visit as a surprise. It was a very brief 20-second conversation that turned into You've got to be kidding me. Maybe you should leave my house now kind of conversation. I went, okay, we're not going to talk politics ever for the rest of our lives. Well, I know the – but but let me ask you this because I just experienced this with the socialists in Lauren's family. Who brings it up? Who starts the conversation, her or you? She did. Always. Always them. They always started. And when you throw facts back at them, and I know exactly how this situation uh, went with you. Then all of a sudden, what's the next thing that happens? What's the next thing they always say? Well, I don't want to talk politics. Yeah. Because you have no argument. No. 
They don't. But they're they, always the ones that want to bring it up. It, it was funny because I forgot what we were talking about. It was something like just totally oblivious. And I went, God, what the hell's happening in the world these days? And she goes, well, it all started with Trump. And I just went, and that was like somebody just like zapped me. And I went, what? How often do you hear this too since they started? <laughs> remember remember two weeks ago we said that CNN and The View, they're all, they're all putting this Trump is a dictator thing out right. there. Talk to your lib friends. They say the exact same thing because they've been told what to say. He's it's a dictator. It's, you, will you, Christmas parties, get-togethers. You'll see it. You'll hear it. Wow. No, it, I, I, I won't like, go to Christmas parties. It's like they're zombies. I can't go to Christmas parties. It's terrible. Oh, my God. I can't, I can't so do you it. Need to, so Vivek is a good remote. You need to mock them. Okay. Because they're so idiots. So we'll mock them. All righty. Thank you. got to do something because it'll drive you crazy. I will mock. <laughs> I might not have any friends left, but I'll mock. I mean, you have to. Uh <laughs> More on Trump at uh, that UFC event. That was pretty big. Uh, and something that's actually going to drive you crazy. I'm sorry, but it's a big national holiday. I'm kind of surprised we didn't get cards. It's a big national holiday? It's Buddy the Elf Day. Oh, God. The whole day. Oh, Wasn't there already an Elf movie day earlier this month? <laughs> yes. It's like, because it, it was the 25th anniversary. That's what it was. It was right? the anniversary. Well, yeah. now Buddy the Elf gets his own day. Why is it today? Is it like significant in the movie that I missed? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. We'll find out. Buddy, the Elf Day. Oh, you're going to love it. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. And who is in the building? But former president Donald Trump, escorted by UFC President and CEO Dana White. And they are all rising inside T-Mobile Arena to pay... Their respects. It used to be like a surprise when Trump would roll into the UFC event, and now now it's like part of the schedule. Announcer, go to Trump. He'll arrive at eight thirty-eight. Blah yeah. blah blah. We'll cue you because Dana White <laughs> will have his uh, you know security guard with him. He'll tell you exactly when they're coming down the tunnel. Crowd goes insane. Goes in. He's got uh, Kid Rock by his side. They're playing the Kid Rock song. He sits down next to, of all people in the world. Mario Lopez. And I think you appropriately called it uh, last hour. He'll be fired from whatever show he's on today. <laughs> he, he, he does like five TV hosting gigs. He's probably Poor just guy. been canceled out of all of them. <laughs> Who knew Mario Lopez, though, was a Trump fan? I, I And then, you know, just out of curiosity, I went on X. I'm sure, wow, I wonder if Mario Lopez, well, there he is. Beautiful, really good-looking selfie with him really? and Trump. Trump oh. looks fantastic in it. Does he really? Yeah, I'll bring it up and show you in a oh, little please, second. Oh, please, I want to see. Uh, I, you know, maybe... Somebody like that? Maybe more people aren't afraid to say that they're Trump supporters in the entertainment world? I don't know. Maybe that's wishful thinking. I don't know. I don't know. Then you get the other entertainers who keep on saying if he wins the next presidency that they're leaving the country. And I'm like, please, I will buy you the one-way ticket. Go to wherever you want to go. I am so sick of it. It's like, leave. Jen, it's like Groundhog Day. They're the same exact people who said it. In 2020. Okay, like Cher's one of them. All right, she just and recently Rosie O'Donnell. Came. Rosie O'Donnell, Cher. I think there's a couple of others. Uh, I think all of the View. They have said they're going to leave. But then it's like, okay, so you keep on saying it. He keeps on winning. Then leave. I, I don't they get never it. Never. No, they never do. They, they it's just, like it's like there's also all kinds of people that said they were leaving uh, Twitter now X. Oh, that's right. When because Elon. of Elon. Oh, they're still there and posting more than they ever were. Yeah, because they can't live without it. They're idiots. They're hypocrites. <laughs> they're, they're, that's exactly right. They're all hypocrites. 
Okay. All of them. Meathead, Rob Reiner. Oh, he's another one. And boy, you know what? I used to love him as Meathead, and I love the stuff that he does as far as being a producer and a director. But it's like, shut up politically. Just be quiet. There's a I don't like you anymore. I get this. I had heard this a long time ago, and I thought it was just insane. But there's a lot of conspiracy theories now that actually turned out to be, well, maybe it's not so nuts. People had told me years ago with the celebrity thing. You know, a lot of them are like, they're really like compromised. I said, yeah, they don't want to get fired from Hollywood, right? He goes, no, 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 compromised. Like people have a lot of dirt on them. Really? And this is why they say the stuff they do to uh-huh. because they're threatened. Oh. And, and years go by. <laughs> I, look wow. at, I look at things like Rosie O'Donnell and Rob Reiner and and who's the idiot that used to work for ESPN that say this kind of stuff. And I'm thinking, well, maybe that, maybe that's true. You know, maybe they're like threatened. This is why they have to, Stephen King. Or they're just insane. I don't know. I think Stephen King's insane. Keith Olbermann, he's another one. Yeah, he's an yeah. I I, I don't get them. Maybe they, I think they do it for the shock value and for the more or less. That's part of it too. For the clicks. That's part of, absolutely part of it too. Before there were clicks, they had to worry about ratings. So let me throw out something totally outlandish that people will talk about. Yeah. Good point. So, I, I, I mean, maybe that's why they do it. But The View. I watched The View briefly. I, I mean, the only Why? I, just, just to hear what they're going to talk about. They spent, without mentioning Meghan McCain's name the other day, they trashed her. Here's a girl that used to be on the show. Yeah, well, I was going to say, wasn't she on it? I, it, I don't they even trashed know who the cast her, is anymore. I, either do I. But they trashed her because of whatever. You know, she was, you know, John McCain's daughter. Who the hell knows? And I'm like, you people are horrific. <laughs> now you're now you're trashing former employees of the same show. But they outright lie. Oh, yeah. No, they do. Whoopi Goldberg's like the biggest liar in the world. I'm like, oh, my God, do you really believe this stuff you're spewing? Sure. Sure they do. They, they Unfortunately, they do. So I think maybe they're a little delusioned. Speaking of delusion, Rosie O'Donnell just had a meltdown online. Complaining about everything and anything. Oh, really? Oh, I'll I grab that it. for you for uh, for next hour. She's, uh-huh. she's another one that's just insane. But anyway, hmm. he, he doesn't care. He keeps driving them crazy. Like with things like this. This is when he was in uh, Reno, Nevada. This is what Trump. This is what Trump was talking about uh, avoiding World War III. And this is why they're calling Jeez. him a dictator. We will once again have peace through strength when we become the 47th president of the United States. All of us. candidate who can make this promise to you, I will prevent World War III. And we're very close to World War III. So, That's kind of unnerving that he has to actually say we're yeah. close to World War III. But he's also the only candidate who would say, I'm, I want to create peace and prevent World War III. And they turn around and say, he's a dictator! Ah! Well, no, we want war to continue. However... As we speak, just to go off Trakistan for a second, Lloyd Austin is on his way to Israel. He's probably already there to tell Netanyahu to for, he's got to stop fighting. Yeah, well, Netanyahu's going to tell him no. Uh, well, you see some of these tunnels they discovered over the uh, weekend? It's, the networks of them? The, isn't the it amazing? largest one was 50 meters under the ground. Isn't that amazing? I, what it's even more amazing is how many people died building these tunnels, oh, which I'm you sure. know it wasn't Hamas. Right. It was probably some poor Palestinian man that they pulled off the street or some kid to go dig. Right. And, and I'm like, geez, it, it really is. So now they're flooding them. It, it, had they Have they said anything about how it compromises the buildings above? Start throwing water underneath the structure. It's not a good thing for the foundation. It Just saying. Be. They're all going to eventually collapse, I would assume. I would imagine. Hmm. Well, today's the day that 
the world loves, but Jen has been dreading. Oh, God, what is it? It is officially, I didn't even know this. It's been going on for years. Really? It is officially Buddy the Elf Day. Santa's coming to town. Oh, my God. Santa here? I know him. You look it up Uh, right there in the listing, and it says December 18th. It's Buddy the Elf Day. uh, Okay. Uh, it, it, It encourages everybody to what? Act like an elf, like a- him. Act like an elf. Do an elf. A- act. Win some elf <laughs> behavior today, and people are wondering, well, how do I act like a like an elf? Here's your first suggestion that comes up. Okay. Answer the phone like Buddy the Elf today. That's how, how you can he do it. How does he answer the phone? Well, <clears throat> you're just you know, so happy. <laughs> he, he pretend it's like the North Pole, or he could say something like this: "I'm a cotton-headed ninny muggins." Okay. Come on, Jen. Have some fun. <laughs> Call me, and I'll answer the phone. And when right. I see your name, I'll answer it. Have some, what is it? Mini, what is it? Mini. I'm a cotton-headed ninny muggins. Ninny muggins. Did he make that up? He might have. He probably might have. A lot of that right. movie, I guess, was ad-libbed. Was it really? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, that freeform channel has been throwing, showing the tar out of that thing. Really? Been on a loop. Okay, I haven't seen that it. That in Home Alone. Okay. Home Alone, I've seen. That's a great movie. Home it is Alone. a great movie. Even the second, the second one was one, good. The second one was more like heart you know, pulling at your heartstrings than the first one. The first one was like, oh, God, we left the kid. I know. The second one was like, come on. <laughs> then he's, the, his whole trials and tribulations of living in New York City, but I love the fact that he's staying at the plaza. They had too many kids. <laughs> I was like, holy cow. When you consistently lose a kid, you have too many kids. <laughs> They're, uh, I like when they go down the line. And yeah. they say, but, but where's Kevin? There's Kevin's not, not here. Not again. back. <laughs> It's like we left him again. Speaking of travel, if you were stuck at Fort Lauderdale Airport for many hours trying to drop somebody off yesterday and there was problems, well, we know why. It was a bomb scare that turned out not to be, but it still delayed all kinds of people. You don't want to hear about that. Stop making bad jokes, people. Yeah, no kidding. Here we get that and uh, more on the the Biden motorcade problem. (gasps) He's okay. But the poor guy that crashed into the motorcade. Yeah, he'll never be the same, Tra- I don't think. Trauma for life. Poor guy. All right, that and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The all-new 850 WFTL mobile app. Listen live and more free in your app store. Hold on. I got to take a detour for a second. Did Jennifer Correa say 40s in her forecast? Yeah, it's supposed to be like uh, 47 degrees Ooh-hoo-hoo. tonight. <laughs> Put a log on the fireplace. That's right. Go I, find a Duraflame log. I, I, I got a couple sitting there. How about that? That's exciting. After the, we will rebuild after the great wind event of 2023. Which all I could think about was on Saturday as Gus, I watched I have an umbrella. No one decided to close it. it must have looked like the flying it, nun it over was, there. It was. It went flying. I was waiting for Mary Poppins to <laughs> right. show up. I was like, it broke out of the base, which was kind of scary, and it went flying. I mean, it's a big umbrella. I'm like, why didn't anybody close the umbrella by the pool? Hello. Duh. But anyway, I had to go chase it down, and I thought, you know what? Bill's right. If this were July or August in the middle of hurricane season, they would have shut everything down. They would have panicked yes. people because a tropical storm is hitting us. Yes. And I'm going to remember this when we do get a tropical storm, or worse, hopefully not, in summer. And you remember, we we probably had worse winds than this in winter of 23. And I'm always going to remember that. We were were fine. I lost one wreath. Uh, Really? Oh, lucky for a neighbor. I'm down a wreath. (laughs) I'm sure it was right. I wish I saw it rolling down the street. (laughs) That's terrible, though, because wreaths are expensive. Well, I'm not so, these ones. Okay. Is it like your Charlie Brown 26-year-old tree? They're pretty old. Okay. <laughs> Gives me an excuse to buy new wreaths. Because I, I have three. There's two on either side, you know, on the lights of the driveway. Right. And then there's one at the top of the, the 
drive the garage peak. Yeah, but that's it. Now it looks stupid. I only have two. Well, either take the other one down or go buy a new one. Not now. What? Can wait for the discounts. Uh, okay, can wait a week. So take the other one down so you're not lopsided. Got to go to Big Lots on uh, <laughs> January 2nd. <laughs> I, bought, I bought a 10-foot blow-up Santa yesterday. Don't ask me why. Another one? Yeah, don't ask me why. All right. I'm telling you, I got carcasses all over my, my yard because of the wind. I think well, this was a bad year for the blow-ups. Yeah, I think I think it killed them. Oh, my God. And there, I just deflated them, figuring they'd be okay. Ooh, probably not a good idea. I know. brought them in. That's the thing. Like, during the day, they look pretty rough. <laughs> I'm afraid to plug them in to see what happens. <laughs> Snoopy's going to be like, ah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> like, okay. All the people's light up reindeer will all, all over the place, too. And, uh, two boy. legs. <laughs> all right. Here's anyway. some more fluffy stuff. Well, not really, but uh, this is happening. I'm telling you, it's going to a billion. This is Powerball. Rolled over again. I forgot about this. You didn't buy a ticket? Nope. Aren't you glad I did? $543 million for tonight. I'll Thank stop you on the for way your out. support. Well, yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I'm one of those people that's going to believe that, that the time I don't buy the ticket, they have a winner. And it'd be my numbers. That would be my luck. So I buy a ticket just so I won't have that experience. I keep on thinking of your neighbors as a child when the wife didn't buy the ticket. Or the uh, husband didn't buy the ticket. Nightmare situation in How the making. How it destroyed the family. So anyway, telling you it could happen. Yeah. So if it rolls over again, figure it's five forty-three for tonight. It's going to go up at least twenty million. So right. it'll be. I, I'd say like maybe five seventy-five by Wednesday if it goes up again. Nice. So you could get close to a billion if it keeps on rolling over. Well, if you had a relative or somebody, or hopefully not you, that was stuck in Fort Lauderdale Airport for like three hours and uh. it messed up your other plane, you know, it's that chain of events. This is why. Everything's fine. There were not even any arrests made. But a bomb scare disrupted travel at Lauderdale uh, late yesterday afternoon. Sheriff's Office in Broward says deputies responded to the airport because a man at the checkpoint apparently made reference to a bomb. Now, usually when they, they word it that way, it means some guy thought he was funny and was joking. We don't know if that's the exact case, but it's that's what it's pointing to. Either that or there's a guy standing in line talking to his partner, and he says, you know what, they're probably going to have a bomb scare here today, and they'll screw us all up. And, and that very well could have been. And that's all it could have been. And somebody heard that. They heard bomb. And and because of protocol now, they have to search the entire upper level yep. of Terminal 1. They shut down. Yep. Took them three hours. Nothing was found. And the guy's probably going, hey, I didn't mean anything by it. It was just a conversation. That could be why he wasn't arrested. But that's all it takes. All they need to do is hear that word. Wow. It's it's you want to you want to screw up somebody's travel, but just think. I thought about that. So here I am getting ready to get on my plane. I'm on the plane. They're boarding the plane, and all of a sudden they stop boarding, and we have to evacuate. So do they take all the people off the plane too? Uh, they must. They must deplane everybody. Yeah. They get off. So now you're standing outside. Thank God the weather was nice. You might have getting wind blown, but you're standing outside wondering what's going on while some Yahoo just in casual conversation mentioned a bomb and they have to evacuate everybody. It's always a Yahoo. Yeah. It's, and then just think if you had a connecting flight, you missed it. Oh, uh, there's maybe, no app. Maybe we're late getting to your destination and the rental cars were gone. Because that does happen. They will sell them out. Yeah, if you're not Even though you there, have a reservation. There's yeah, no guarantee. You call them up and they say, sorry, first come, first, first, first served. It's like, thank you so very much. Aren't uh, the holidays grand? I know it. And they're saying, by the way, speaking of travel today, they're already talking about this big storm. That it's going to screw up travel for millions and millions of people. It's going from like Washington, D.C. all the way up the eastern seaboard. Perfectly wrong timing. Uh, isn't it? It always happens. When do you fly out? Friday? Yeah, we're not till we're not till later. Okay, you'll be still, fine. Um, we already said no bomb was found in this incident. And here's we're gonna have to ask Jay Ratliff, our aviation expert, about this next. No arrest announced 
either. Maybe there was one made and just not announced, but they usually announce something. Yeah, usually, well, usually if, if somebody says, I got a bomb in my suitcase, they'll arrest you on the spot, mm-hmm. I think. Maybe it was. Maybe it was just a conversation with two people talking, and somebody overheard the word bomb, and that was it. And the guy could have been talking about, you know, hot chocolate bombs for all you know. <laughs> See that movie? Yeah, what a bomb. Yeah, <laughs> that, you know, it could have been something as inane as that, but it was enough to shut him down. Well, we got rapid fire coming up next. We'll update you on all the headlines and stories from the weekend, including a very big rock and roll birthday today. Really? It's a big one. And more coming up next. The Self Little Morning Show. Keep it here. Yeah. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. That's right. We had a whole weekend worth of stuff going on. Some of it's entertaining. Some of it just heavier. Jen's got the first story. What's going on? Well, this is stuff that hits home because it happens in our backyard and you go, wow, didn't know we had another problem with a different kind of snake. Here you are cruising along your neighborhood street. You look up and you see all the, apparently it is pea fowl. That's like a, a, a what do you call it? A peacock. You know? Peafowl? They call, when it's a boy and a girl, they call it peafowl. Okay. So a bunch of <laughs> so a bunch of peacocks and peahens are in the middle of the road and they're jumping up and down and you see this blob in the middle of them. A peafowl. A pe- yeah, peafowl is what they oh, call. Oh, you learn something new every day and, here in Rapid Fire. Anyway, someone sees this and calls nine one one and says, you know, the peacocks and the peahens are going like wild over this thing in the middle of the road that was curled up. Sure. Turned out to be a forty pound, eight foot long boa constrictor. Oh my god! In the middle of the road. So they have to call in. They call in this guy. His lieutenant Christopher Pacori is his name. He's with the department's Venom One response team. They have Ven- I think they have like Venom Four. Goes all through the state. They're special Venom teams. Friend of mine's on one. They when they have big snakes or Venom One, know, Venom One, or venomous snakes, they call them in to catch them. So this guy Venom shows four, up. Where are you? This guy shows up like it's nothing. He's got a bag. He's got a stick. He grabs the snake, throws it in the bag, picks it up, walks away. I'm like, okay. I love this though. They brought it to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission for further processing. Does that, that mean it's like a handbag today? I don't know. Whenever I hear, whenever I hear animals in processing, I think, yeah, meat, par- meat plant. Yeah, not good. Not good. It's like you and the, the wood chipper oh, we, comes to your house. I do not put animals in wood chippers. Would you stop? Well. <laughs> Just because they go after bad things. Anyway, <laughs> continue. Uh, we talked about the uh, travel delay. You mentioned this briefly because it looks as though this this winter storm oh. is hitting the exact wrong place at the exact wrong time. And I wish it was better for you, but it's not. Major storm packing strong winds, heavy rain, may turn into snow very quickly, threatening oh holiday travel. It's going up the East Coast right now. It's the combination of the blob we had okay, with a thing that met up with a blob from Texas. So it's two blobs. They met, they married, they had a blob baby. <laughs> and it's blobbing its way up the East Coast right now. They say it like it's going right along I-95. Which That's goes literally good. right through. Okay, and if you think of where 95 is in relationship to most airports, it's close. Uh, so if you're trapped, that stinks. So it's the southeastern U.S. off the coast right now, going right up to the mid-Atlantic and then New England. It's it's nasty. It just is. It is nasty. Bring some patience. Yes, lots of it. Hey, this was pretty cool. Another story close to home. Tiger Woods' daughter, her name's Sam, 16 years old. Forgot she, he had a daughter. Yeah. She caddied for her father this weekend. Oh. Actually, she caddied for the whole family because it was... Tiger and his son Charlie played in the PNC Championship Pro-Am in Orlando. Outstanding. So Tiger played with Charlie, who's 14. Their 16-year-old sister or daughter caddied for the first time. 
I thought it was pretty cool. He, and a, after the end of the tournament, they didn't win, but at the end of the tournament, he said it was great. He said, you know, we do this all the time at home because he's yeah. got a golf course at his house, of course, right? So he said, "We, but this is the first time Sam's professionally caddied for me for the whole tournament because she usually comes like, I guess she helped him at the Masters one year. You know, you have that special day where somebody you pick can be your caddy. How nice is that? Well, that's way cool. So it's turned into a family event for the Woods family. I think Charlie's going to be as good as his father. I think so, too. He so was, that's, that's probably going to be the future <laughs> of Tiger, right? He's going to do yeah. like, I don't know, ceremonial events. He'll be caddying for Charlie. Probably. You know, that I'm, kind of stuff. I'm sure he's ca- I'm sure he's Charlie's coach at this point. But Charlie Charlie was ragging on his dad. He says, you know, my dad hits a lot of hooks. So he goes, yeah. it's kind of hard to take lessons from. I was dying. I'm like, Who says that to Tiger Woods? I'll give the kid a pass. <laughs> the kind of pressure he's under. Can you imagine? Constant comparisons. Uh, 14 years old. How do you like that? But he's we'll good, they him. say. They yeah. said he's amazing. So you go, Charlie. You go, Sam. Sweet weekend for Wonka. Unfortunately, they didn't get my money. We got too busy with holiday stuff. Stop going to all these parties. Would oh, you go see the movies? God, I'm so done. <laughs> I swear, you I get another week. Oh, no, I don't know. Well, yeah. are you done? Then it's my family stuff, but. Oh, God. Well, that's okay. It's your family. It's a lot easier to deal with your family than the outlaw family. Yeah, they're only slightly less annoying, but still annoying. <laughs> Believe me, I know. Wonka topped the box office by a wide margin, took in an estimated $39 bucks, which actually surpassed what they were hoping to get, which is good. More than the combined total of other 10 movies that made at least a million bucks over the weekend. 10 movies. And they only made a million bucks. How about that? Jeez. There are that many movies out right now? Wow. You know what I've noticed, too, though? How quickly they make it to Netflix or streaming. Almost right to it. It, it. Oh, there was, I can't think of the movie. I mean, it was literally just in the box office like two weeks ago. And I'm going through Netflix this weekend and here it is. And I'm like, this movie just came out and now it's streaming? They, if they don't do well in the box office, they pull that plug and go right to a streaming service. You got to wonder if it's worth it to go to the movie theater. I mean, not for us. I mean, to, to send the movie to the I, movie theater instead of just going right to Netflix. I, I, gotta, I eventually think movie theaters will go the way of the dinosaur. Unfortunately, may happen. You know? Yeah. Because it's a great experience to see a movie in the movie theaters. One that's built for it. Yeah. And I imagine that's why I wanted to see Wonka in the theater. Maybe we will this week. Because that seems to be something for the big screen. Right. I think. It was like Titanic. Yeah. You needed to see him drown on the big screen. <laughs> Hoping the whole time, they're going to make it to New York this time. I just know it. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. I'm sorry. No. We watched that movie. Okay, next time you watch Titanic, this is my this is my weird daughter's favorite part. When the boat starts to tip and go into the water, oh, people yeah. are falling off. Yeah. You hear people hitting the, the, the balcony rails, <laughs> and it goes, ding, ding. <laughs> my daughter thinks that's the greatest part of that movie. I'm like, there is something really wrong with you. That is, I... <laughs> but I never heard it until she goes, stop it, replay it. And I'm like, what? She goes, the ting, listen to him. I'm like, oh, my God. She and I are of the same mind, because oh, I would think that's hilarious. Okay, you're all weird. Very I, dark sense of humor. Very dark. By the way, if you've never been on a ship in a ba- in bad weather, the Titanic perfectly nailed the sounds a ship makes in bad weather. I love that movie. It's like, oh. I've always loved that Yeah, movie. it's a great movie. And there was room on the, the door. We all know this. She killed Jack. Just that simple. Oh, she was awful. Yeah, she <laughs> pushed him down. <laughs> you know, the other headline could have been, uh, rich lady kills homeless guy. Yeah, it could very well be. Just saying. <laughs> All right, we should uh, wrap it up because we're going to get to uh, Jay Ratliff coming up next. Our Flight, av- Flight 850 aviation expert. What a time to talk to him with everything going on. We could ask him, though, why this guy in, in Broward didn't get arrested. Like, what what are the you know reasonings for that? Caused a bomb scare. No yeah. arrest. We're going to find out about that. And are there any big delays so far for this? Uh, 
this ugly storm up the East Coast? I hope not. Anyway, it's terrible. We'll talk to Jay. It's coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Believe it or not, we want to hear from you. Reach out to the South Florida Morning Show text line at 1 877 850 8585. So, what was it like? 10 days ago, Jen, we're looking at the long range forecast. We said, well, I mean, you know, once we get through our wind, everything should be okay for the travel season, for the holidays. Everything looks so far. No big change. Now we have a combined storm going up the East Coast, already causing problems right at the exact worst time for holiday travel. I wish it was better. What are they saying? 60 million people are under a flood watch. 60 million. Oh, boy. So that doesn't bode well for airplanes, unfortunately. Let's find out what the real deal is. Any delays so far? One guy to talk to about this, especially this time of the year. It's Flight 850 with aviation expert Jay Radliff on News Talk 850. WFTL. Ladies and gentlemen, Jay, first of all, Merry Christmas. We're only a week away from the big day, so uh, we're we're in the red zone now. Unfortunately, this is the exact wrong time for a storm. How are you doing? Doing well, other than I'm kicked at the TSA. They give us oh. daily numbers yeah. with regards to how many people they've screened. Yeah, They've not updated it since Thursday. I live on that site. They need to get on the ball and give me Friday, Saturday, and Sunday's boarding numbers because it, the idea of seeing how this holiday travel season for Christmas in the end of the year is progressing is for me to be able to look at the total number of people they screen, sure. compare it to 2019 pre-pandemic, and then look – at how things are going, and um, the bottom line is today, if you're headed to the northeast, oh, mm-hmm. pack a great deal of patience because we've got that storm that whipped up the east coast and now just hammering the, the three New York airports uh, and the surrounding airports. You've got D.C. and Boston also being hammered, and we're seeing delays, many of them in excess of an hour, some canceled flights, and uh, yeah, it's just uh, really a slow go towards the northeast. and. That's really unfortunate because we're really hoping the last two weeks of December, great weather, mm-hmm. all the employees show up and no IT issues like Southwest last year because you remember they had that meltdown oh. of the computer system that just oh coast to coast impacted millions of travelers. And, and it took really it, hoping- it took like weeks. Remember that to yeah. unravel from okay. that with the luggage and everything. Oh, well, do you remember why? Because part of their crew scheduling program is using a computer that was last updated in 1990-something. <laughs> wow. And didn't the Department of Transportation just hit them with a huge fine, Ooh, like $140 million, in, right? They did indeed. And, you know, they could have spent that $140 million in, in upgrading their system. But Southwest is such an all-star team, Jim. What happens is regardless of the challenge they face, they find a way to pull it off. They find a way to make it happen. And because of that curse, because that's what I'm going to call it, Every single time that it came up to spend more money on the IT, that's a lot of money. We'll put it off to the next quarter. We'll put it off to the next. Now, you have unions like the uh, pilots, flight attendants, uh, pushing to have that system upgraded because they know what happens if it fails. And uh, they were just ignored, as they typically are. So, you know, Southwest needs to really get on the ball from the IT side of things. And, look, they're at a point where they're, you know, they're making money. They can make a lot more money. But, They've got to win back some of their customers because people are really irritated with them. And I think that's one of the reasons that recently they imposed the new uh, travel policy for plus-size passengers. We were going to ask you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you're a passenger of size where you need more than a single seat, Mm -hmm. they will give you a second seat for free. They'll give you a third seat if you need it. 
for free. Yeah, but what now, about for, the person that's supposed to be sitting in that second or third well, seat? Who's well, skinny? Remember, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's open seating. So the thought is that, you know, if they've got a full flight and somebody approaches the counter and says, look, I'd like to take advantage of your, your, your policy on plus-size passengers, the gate agent's going to know, okay, we're, we're like one person over. So they'll make an announcement that'll simply say, look, we need a volunteer for this flight. They're not going to say why, mm. but they're going to say, we need a volunteer. Here's what we can do to give you a free voucher. We'll do this. We'll do that. And normally you'll have someone with flexible travel plans. They'll come forth, say, look, I'll bite the bullet. That's fine. And then you pre-board those people uh, of size where they can pick the seat that they would like. And the seat next to them will have a little card in it saying that it's blocked and that the, you know, the seat – uh, next to them on one side or the other is available. So uh, it, it's a policy that Southwest is actually putting customer service over revenue, and other airlines will never, ever, ever <laughs> follow that, that lead. Now, mm. very few things in the airline industry will I say definitive terms on, but the idea that airlines will give up revenue, no way. Because if if I'm a customer of size, where I need more than one seat, I go to a Delta Southwest or go to a Delta United American, they'll say, we'll, we'll sell you that other seat for 50%, or we'll sell it to you for 100%. So, and you've got some people that when they fly with their service, you know, they'll just buy the whole row. A, oh, B, sure. C, or sure. D, and F, just so they've got ample room and they're not going to be encroaching on anybody else, and that's the perfect way to go about it. But here Southwest is giving up that revenue because remember, they've got 815 planes to take to the sky every day, and those it, those aircraft are used for four or five segments a day. And if you've got flights on every single one of those where they have to honor this policy they put out there, you're talking about a loss of revenue of tens of thousands of seats, and that's really something that's going to impact their bottom line. But they say it's worth it because that's the right way to take care of passengers. And I mean, who can disagree with that? Of course, you have some people saying, "No way, MJ." I'm not a customer of size, but I have allergies. I have some other situation that would require me to require two seats. Is Southwest going to do that for me? And, of course, they're not. <laughs> and the thought is it could create some angst for other people that feel like, okay, they're being catered to when my specific need, whatever it might happen to be, is being totally ignored. I'm yes. a customer of anger. I need elbow room. Yeah. Get the hell away from me. <laughs> I'm a skinny exactly. person. Right. I, I want to lay across the <laughs> right. seat. What about, so you know right. what? I flew with somebody who had a dog uh, the last time I flew. And it was a little dog in a carrier underneath her seat. And yeah. and I didn't even know there was a dog there, but she That's took it good. out. She took it out like mid-flight. It was a cute little thing. Yeah. And oh, and yeah. the the flight attendant came back and said, "Put the dog back in the carrier." The bat. I'm yeah. like, the dog's not doing anything. I mean, it was a little tight. Yeah. They must have weighed like two and a half pounds, soaking wet. It was a little chihuahua, chihuahua. I, I mean, you know, it wasn't. Bad, but she she got yelled at. So I'm thinking, well, you know what? If I'm a person flying with the dog, I'm going to say I need an extra seat for my dog. I'm a person oh. of canine. Yeah. Yeah, well, you, if you have a service animal, many times there'll be a larger animal between your feet as you fly. But that was an animal that's simply being transported uh, in the cargo uh, in the cargo carrier thing underneath the seat. And most airlines will only allow so many of those dogs in the cabin. Now they can't limit the number of service animals because that's connected to a to a you know some sort of a medical condition and uh, kind of go from there. But for a lot of people, they will not check their bag in the check luggage compartment. Because sadly, there are times when those animals, the stress, causes them to pass away. Oh, oh and dear. So wow. a lot of people won't, won't do that. And they'll say, look, I'm going to try to get so that I can carry my smaller dog in the carrier, put it underneath the seat. The airline will do it. 
normally there's a slight charge and they'll say part of the, the condition here is the dog remains in that carrier and a lot of times they're sedated with some little you know doggy treat and they just kind of sleep and they're kind of groggy for most of the flight so that the dog doesn't create absolute havoc causing you to never be able to fly with a pet again. That's what we do to Jen, too. <laughs> Mine is she called... doesn't want to fly, so it doesn't matter, right? It's heart medicine, and I have it pre-flight, and then I have it while I'm in the seat. Then I have it in the yeah. sky. And during the show. <laughs> no. Look, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody. Yeah, that's for sure. In fact, something nobody, very few people know is that when I, when, when I make my coffee in the morning, I put a little of the old smoky um, java in it. The what? That, that, what the hell's that? It, it's moonshine. Really? It's smoky job. Do you buy it, this? It, 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 or are you making so it, it? it? No, no, no. It's old job. It's, 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 I, I had it in Gatlinburg one time and said, you know, this Java stuff would be really good in coffee. <laughs> right. And also, they have a butter pecan that's very good. So if there's ever a morning when Diener calls and he says, Jay sounds like he may have had a little bit too much of the old Java this morning, you'll know exactly what's going now on. Now we know. Now there's now a code name for it. I share with my friends on the. But don't tell anybody, okay? It's just between us. And I'll say, Jay does his all his work like with day trade fund at home. He's not driving. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, he's, and he's trading and he's trading stocks. Remember, it's just a small teeny weeny bit. And yet, you still make money even on the moonshine. That's Jeez. amazing. Well, We're gonna go never going to say it's because of that oh. because you know that that might affect some of the marketing pieces. I don't know. Well, don't you know. have you and your wife and your whole team have a, a great Christmas and uh, thanks well, for being part well, of that, our show. That's right. We're not going to talk to you before Christmas. This I is forgot. It for the year and a lot to be thankful for and I. Certainly echo those sentiments, and gosh, the fun that we've had this year, and I really look forward to the fun of next year because it's always a lot of fun. A, we get to talk about fun topics. B, we get to learn something about every week about one of us, and uh, yeah, and make fun of other people sometimes when they're acting stupid. Absolutely. Which we do we on do. a regular basis at this <laughs> <That's> show. <right. laughs> Merry Christmas, buddy. We will talk to you in a week. Thank you, my friends. All take right. Care. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, coming up next. A week, two weeks, three weeks. Two, three, well, in a year. <laughs> I know. I'm losing so, track of time so I, bad. We're not, you know, we only work four days this week. We're done. Thank God. And then you guys are gone. I'm, and but we're not back till like the end of the year, next year. Wow. Yeah. Uh, VJ is filling I'll in for Dean or VJ. You know what she said? You know what she said last week, Friday? She goes, "Oh, then I'll have to see you guys for three weeks." Yes. <laughs> this is how it goes. That's exactly what I said. This is this is how it goes. No, this is why we don't plan vacations together. We go consecutively so we don't see each other for a while. I'll be telling you, it's like being married. He knows. I didn't know that. It's stuck in the same room at the same time. He gets crazy on me, and I get crazy on him. So we're gonna go. Need a break. <laughs> Again, didn't know, but okay. Hey, we learned something uh, over the Teasing. weekend interesting about the UFC. We did? Two big fans of the UFC. Oh, yeah. President Trump. Yep. And Rosie O'Donnell. What? Yeah, you're not going to believe this. No, you're and making this up. she had a meltdown up. about it. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross in on News Talk 850 WFTL. to pay their respects. So that's no surprise. Anytime there's a giant UFC event and Trump's in the area in Nevada anyway, he'll stop by Vegas, take his customary seat, the, the same mm-hmm. intro he's done three or four times now. they got the Kid Rock music. 
took a seat next to Mario Lopez for some random reason. And Mario Lopez is unemployed as of uh, five minutes ago. <laughs> He's uh, probably canceled already. <laughs> poor guy. I lost but, my TV game. But, but you know, he has to be a Trump fan. They're not going to sit him next to like somebody who was a who was a Bill Barr's wife. Is that who it was? Burr, oh, yeah. What's his name? She's I, giving him nasty she looks. Was, and... She was horrible. So you know they're going to sit him next to somebody who's a fan. So right. now everybody knows Mario Lopez likes Donald Trump. Oh, and he was and Mario. I had to look this up. He posted selfies. Great shot of him. Trump looked fantastic, really, in, in person and the selfie camera and all. They, so it's Trump's crowd. That's his voting block, you know. And even the announcer, the UFC announcer, now says in the play-by-play, almost like it was scripted in the intro sheet. You know, there's no surprise anymore. As they honor the president, you know, they're they're embracing it. Right. Well, it's a good it's a good idea. It's his crowd. They love him there. And then Dana White, good for him. I, I mean, this guy has never backed down being a big supporter or a friend of the former president. That's true. It never has. You're yeah. right. And, and which usually most people turn. Yeah. Because, oh, you yeah. know, well, you're getting blackballed now. And when it's unpopular. Yeah. So. So here's what else we learned. And she she went in this angry diatribe on Twitter or X. But uh, by the way, I thought she was leaving that. I thought she was leaving the country. I'm still waiting. Rosie O'Donnell. Why is she mad? Big fight fan. She is? Bought the lot, bought the pay-per-view. <laughs> no. Didn't like the Trump intro, as you can imagine. Uh-oh. Had to go on before the fight happened, and she talks about it. Ugh, Trump just arrived at the UFC 296 because he loves Colby Covington. And Leon Edwards, I hope, is going to smash his face in <laughs> because I can't stand Colby Covington and I can't stand Donald Trump. And the one thing I hate about the UFC is that he ruins it every time he shows up. All right, here's the okay. deal. Okay, how, how does Donald Trump showing up at the UFC ruin it? It's just the way it starts. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> you know, she does that extreme close-up in the camera. Ugh. <laughs> First of all, I thought it was interesting that she watched. It sounds like she watches. I mean, she knew a couple of fighters. She knew the main event. I, yeah, I didn't know any of those guys. The second thing is this Colby Covington guy who lost. So Rosie must have been happy about that, but didn't do it. He's embraced this thing of being like the pro Trump guy. He gave Trump a big hug right when he got to the ring and the big thing. And he, he pretty much did get his face smashed in. Oh. But he's supposedly this MAGA America first guy and, you know. Whether it's real or not, I don't know. But he's supposedly be he's a big Trump supporter. That's not why Trump was there. Trump was there because that's his crowd and he gets on TV. Right. Uh, and, and and then he gets Rosie O'Donnell's right. followers to see him there as well. Right. Uh, and and but I who knew that Rosie O'Donnell was a fan of UFC. Except when Trump shows up because she goes, Ugh. Ugh. Oh please. She <laughs> still but you notice she still watched. Uh, right. Regardless of the fact that he was there. So if you despised him that much, would you still be watching? No. <laughs> so let's let's move on. She's also said she's going to leave the country a thousand times. However, I will say this about Rosie O'Donnell. I have interviewed her several times. One of the best interviews ever. I'm sure she's great. She's great even on that little tiny 30 second live stream thing she did. Yeah. Or she, video. She, she, but we didn't talk politics and that's why. But if we talked politics, it probably would have been a very short conversation. Hey, thanks for coming on. What do you think of Trump? <laughs> Boom. Ah! She would have hung up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just we're in for a it, – it, it's starting already. I, oh, I can God just, help us. I can just all – the, all the lefties in your life, trust me, they're all coming out. You're, you're probably going to have a holiday event with them. Maybe you're traveling with them. Oh, God, please. 2024 is going to be – like we said before, you know, it was, you got to mock them. You, you just have to because they it always, and you're perfect proof of this, 
They're always the one that say they don't want to start politics, but they start the political conversation. And then they end it rather quickly. You need to mock them. Yes. You just do. Or, or unfriend them or just not talk politics like my girlfriend and I. But when they talk it, what are you supposed to do? Oh, I just say, no, stop, because, you know, this. I tell her, I, I'll just say to her, I do. It's like, don't do this because we're going to get in a fight. You know how I feel. So are you trying to, you know, But then I know you work. Then you'll have enough. You'll throw out some actual factual <laughs> stuff. And then all of a sudden the person, the lefty in your life will go, well, I don't want to talk about yeah, Well, that's not true. Oh, oh, really? Do you want me to look it up for you? See, and then I get then I get obnoxious. So yeah, I, it it doesn't it doesn't end well. So I have to walk away. But you didn't start it. No, last time it didn't. It's start never it. the case. It, the the comment that started it with, well, this is all because of Trump. You know, it's when it started. <laughs> I was like, what? You <laughs> like, know what I've noticed? Out of the clear blue, I was like, what? And I have a fair example of this with people in Lauren's family to be able to judge with it. It's enough where I can say it's a trend and they, it's happening. They and don't I, listen to this show. I don't care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I've noticed a trend in that they're following what we talked about last week, how the Democrats are getting the talking points out on CNN and MSNBC. Oh, the dictatorship and comment, yeah. Trump dictator. They're mm-hmm. all saying it. I heard that come out a lot. It's it's almost like they're brainwashed. It's, a, it's like that's what a zombie would do. They're told to get these talking points out with their zombie armies throughout the comp- throughout the country, and they do. They do, and then, you can notice a pattern. And you know what? Well, the he's pro- a dictator. Yeah. You know. The problem with the zombies is they won't even bother to look at the other side. No. It's 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 he's a zombie. I'm right. You're wrong. Shut up. Right. It's like no. The, this is the fact. I don't want to hear that. That you're lying. And yeah. then they call you a liar. It's like okay, well, all right. Yeah, but things mind. were so much better three years ago. Dictator mean words. <laughs> anyway, I forgot to mention this in the last uh, rapid fire. We kind of ran out of time, but. What? There's a very big birthday today in the world of rock and roll. There is? You ready? Yeah. What'd you get him? <laughs> but, uh... Really? Keith Richards is 80 years old today. Wow. 80. And when do they go on tour? They start next year, don't they? Uh, very soon. Because they're coming uh, to Tampa, world, I know that. Yep, absolutely. Another world tour. I keep on waiting for them to add uh, whatever the Hard Rock Stadium is uh, or something. I, they they, they got to come down here. They can't just go to Orlando. I don't know. They got to come down here, don't they? Stadium tour coming. Says he feels great. Thanking everybody for the birthday wishes. Remember what we used to say, though? Well, the Stones are. I know they're old, but they never play when they're in their 80s, will they? Here we are. <laughs> but what's more amazing is they play in their 80s like they are still 40. They really, I don't know I mean, if they're mostly. taking go-go juice or whatever it is that they're doing, but my God. Last time I saw the Stones, and I've heard a lot from this past tour, uh, and that was good, but last time I saw them live a couple of, couple of tours ago, they were, they were great. Fantastic. I've never, I've never seen them, so I would love to see them. But I, mm. I wasn't going to pay all that money for those tickets. Oh, well, that's the problem. And they sold out. I'm a member of AARP, and I couldn't get tickets. I still can't believe that that's a real thing. <laughs> this new tour coming up this summer is actually sponsored by AARP. Yes. I think that's great. Hey, well, you've got to embrace it. I mean, they're all 80. <laughs> you know. is it, what's Mick Jagger? Is he the baby? Uh, no, I think he's right behind Keith, isn't he? They're, they're all 80, 81. You know, I, I mean, they're he, way up there. Mick Jagger once said, I can't see myself doing this at 40. Well, now he's 80. How do you like that? <laughs> Two, you know, twice the age later. That's incredible. Wow. But think about it. I mean, I, 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 you just look at somebody, you know, that's 70, 75, how hard they have maneuvering in life, getting in and out of a car. Look at Biden. These guys jump all over the stage. Well, a lot of these people are, I got to stay alive long enough to vote against Trump. <laughs> he's a dictator. <laughs> <laughs> 
Get on a bus. <laughs> go south. Go God. somewhere, please. Uh, more on uh, the uh, more on the travel stuff if you get a flight, and a lot of you do. I know heading oh, up the uh, heading up the East Coast from rough good. weather. We'll <laughs> update you that. And what happened at Fort Lauderdale Airport last night? Man, big what? delay. Oh, God. now we I, know why. I would have tra- I would have tracked this poor guy. I, mean, I don't think he did it on purpose. Obviously, that's some fun stuff coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Think we said something amazing or stupid? <laughs> Leave us a message on the 850 mobile app, text or audio. Let's hit the rewind button for about 30 seconds. Go back to Jennifer Correa's awesome forecast. She said 40s? Yeah, like 47 tonight. Ooh. I think tonight's going to be the coldest, and then it, it it kind of warms up as the week goes on. But I think all the way through Thursday, we're looking at highs in the low 70s and lows in like 50 to 57. I love it. So I'm going to put a log on the fire tonight. Real one or Duraflame? Duraflame. No one knows what's in those things, you know. I know what they burn. And then I get the ones that they make it change colors. Oh, really? The little, little things you can put inside. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen those because I have a fake fireplace. Oh. I don't have real fire. Oh, we have real. And it really, I have an old, you know, it's one of those old furnace kind of things, fireplace things. I don't know what you call it. I always imagine, because he used to. You know, back in the day, use those Duraflame things. I always imagine it's like a Tootsie Roll in there. <laughs> like if you, were open, if you were opened up the paper and to see what it is, because you, you just burn it. It's true. It's true. Hmm. But now you can just buy the logs at any of the grocery stores. You walk out Publix, they got the little you know, oh, yeah. fishnet thing, uh, yeah. logs. Uh, I, yeah, near I, you. Well, near that me. Means, that means there's houses around there that have fireplaces. Publix knows. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's. A, they don't have firewood at your place. Not at the not at the little boutique Publix near okay. me, but the one that's closer, that's a couple of miles away. All right. Yeah, that does. Yeah. That's how you know there's fireplace it's, houses. It's you can always tell because you, I love the smell of fire burning. Oh, I love uh, it. It's just a, it's like oh, somebody's got their fireplace going. So love it. We'll light ours tonight. Speaking of the weather, major storm bringing with it strong winds and heavy rain at the worst possible time. Holiday travel. Charging up the East Coast. So here's what they're saying this storm is. The blob we had and all the wind mm-hmm. combined with a blob from Texas, mm-hmm. they got together, they made a baby blob, Uh-oh. and it's blobbing its way up the East Coast right now. <laughs> and it's crying a lot. Yeah. Because they just showed parts. Was it Myrtle Beach underwater? There's there's roads. South Carolina's getting nailed right now. They're, they're getting trashed. And they're, they say, what did Jay just tell us? New York, all three airports in New York are under, like, everybody's being delayed already because yeah. of the wind and the rain. So, and it's just going to continue. It's going to go into Boston. It's going to go into New Hampshire, Vermont, you know, Maine, the whole nine yards. But Not so much snow. It's heavy winds. Uh, We know that. Uh, Heavy rain and a lot of flooding happening here, too. Because let's not forget, we always tend to think about airline travel at this week. But let's not forget about all the people driving up in that. Or taking a train. Right. That's another thing. That's true. Jeez. So, anyway, just just take your time and take a lot of patience with you. What do you do, though, if you get stuck in the airport? That's terrible. It just stinks. You know, you're just, just, you're just stuck really, there waiting. Uh, and then they, they, they do those rolling, you know, delays. Okay, it's going to be another hour. And it's another two hours. And you're just sitting there going, okay. Which is why it was so frustrating and so weird at what we had at Fort Lauderdale International Airport last night. Actually, late yesterday afternoon, Broward Sheriff's Office responded to the airport. A guy at a checkpoint apparently made a reference to a bomb. Now, usually when they write this and they send out the press release... That means somebody thought they were funny and... Yeah, they're telling a stupid joke. Less of a threat than it was just a stupid thing to do. But the upper level of Terminal 1 evacuated. (laughs) Great. Bomb squad investigated. Took three hours before the scene was cleared. No bomb found. No arrest was announced, though. Which which makes me think that 
it was a casual conversation. It could have been somebody saying, hey, you know what? I just bought these new hot chocolate bombs at the store. And someone heard somebody say bomb, and that's all it takes. I said bath bomb. Uh, you know, yeah. You know, those are bath bombs in my suitcase. You know, I, I, They need to give it, that thing another name, by the way. So if you are carrying those in your suitcase. Yeah, you know, that's a good point. That you're going to say bath bomb, right. and you're going to get arrested because you got a bath bomb in your bag. Honey, did you get the bombs? <laughs> you betcha. Yeah, it's so it's... It, it, I'm like, so I'm thinking it was that kind of conversation. It wasn't some guy at the checkpoint going, you go ahead, check my luggage. Sure, there's a bomb in there. You know, that they shut everything down instantly. Well, regardless, it was Stop a mess. Stop saying bomb in an airport. Yeah, really, please. But no arrest made yet. But everybody, no threat, obviously. But they had to check it out. They just doing their job. I know everyone was frustrated because you miss flights and you, or and you miss connections. And, and then you're stuck because then they put you at the back of the line. It's like, okay, so yeah, now you, you are stuck in Atlanta, the busiest airport in the country. It still mm. is, isn't it? And I think it is still. I think, Yeah, I think it finally beat O'Hare. But still, it, it, so now you're stuck in Atlanta while you're, you're trying to get to the other side of the country. It's like, okay. Or if you're going on a skiing trip. Uh, there's so many things that you got reservations for. It's oh god, it's just a nightmare, and you wonder why I don't fly. I don't blame you. It makes <laughs> the holidays sound so appealing, doesn't it? I just hope it's all cleared because you leave what Friday, Saturday. You leave uh, this weekend. You're flying out. Do you know? Saturday. Saturday you leave. So hopefully you'll be okay. All these days are running together. I've reached that point. Do you right? Christmas is a week from today. You One week. Real, you realize that? God. We're done. No, yeah, we're not. Well, I mean, really, I mean, we're close to it. <laughs> close enough. We to only it. work four days this week, so don't expect much. I'm oh just no, saying. no, this is. <laughs> you, you, you know, when we're out of material, we start doing the years in review. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, we just talked about it was Keith Richards' 80th birthday. I mean. What do you mean? That's breaking news. Okay, it's breaking. I think he knew he was 80 last year. He's I don't gonna know. turn 80 this year. You may not year. know this year. Who knows? <laughs> we do have rapid fire coming up next. We'll oh, update God. you on everything else going on. Headlines too. Oh. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Let's get you caught up to start off the work week if you're going to work this week. And I don't think a lot of people are, actually. Jen's got the first story. What's well, happening? This, I'm going to go a little off track, Stan, because uh, this is huge and it, no one's really talking about it. Uh, the first oral pill approved in the United States to treat postpartum depression. Oh, this is a big story over the weekend. Is now available by prescription. Wow. Now, the Food and Drug Administration, it's called Zuzurve, I do believe is how you say it. Put it this way, if if you suffer from this, I'm sure if you asked your OBGYN, they would know exactly what drug we're talking about. It's the only one. Uh, it has to be made in a specialty pharmacy. It can be shipped directly to you. Biogen and Sage Therapeutics put it together. Now, here's the gotcha. Before insurance, it's the first pill to treat postpartum depression, mm-hmm. which affects one in seven new mothers. That's a real thing. One in seven. It costs almost $16,000 for the course. You what? have to take two capsules a day for 14 days. It costs 16 grand. Okay, that's insane. That's stupid. So if insurance companies, they insurance companies better eat most of this so you could actually afford it. God forbid they prevent something. No. I, I hate I hate our the FDA because unless you're dying, they don't approve it. And I would like, bet this on. is going to take years for the insurance companies to actually approve this. I know it's and it's so re- here's something that could save all of these women. And let me tell you, if you've ever met a woman that suffered from postpartum oh, it's, depression, it's, it's, it's horrific. And it's dangerous. It can be dangerous. It can be dangerous to the mom, to children, the baby, new ch- other children in the house. Yeah, it's horrible. So uh, they got to get on the stick here and make this affordable. And, you know, pharmaceutical companies, get with it, would you? Wow, no kidding. You're exactly right about that. 
Uh, let's get to the international news before we get to fun stuff. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is in Israel today. He's going to tell Netanyahu how to run this country uh, again? He's, he's going to try. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> he's under the guise of getting an update on the war in Gaza. Comes as President Biden has criticized Israel over mounting civilian casualties as it tries to destroy the Palestinian militant group. Let's call it what they are. Terrorists. Hamas. Why doesn't Biden go? Too dangerous, probably. Okay, I'm just curious. It's, it's you know, he's trying to I, barely I would, survive that motorcade yesterday. Sure, I, I would guarantee you though, if Trump were president, he'd be over there. He wouldn't be sending Lloyd Austin or anybody else for that matter. To your point, as former president, I'm surprised he's not there, and I think he's still, he'll still go. I think he'll go over there. He probably I'm will. Surprised he hasn't. And I, I think maybe somebody's telling him to stay home and just stay out of it. Could be. Which could be, but we shall see. Uh, you know, we always talk about. Uh, Elon Musk. I mean, he runs Twitter mm-hmm. uh, or X at this point. We don't talk a lot about Mark Zuckerberg, and we haven't talked about a lot about the Mark Zuckerberg Elon Musk fight because that was the only time we really talked about Zuckerberg when that was going to be, you know, maybe a thing. It's not anymore. He is, however, that being Mark Zuckerberg, as we speak, having one of the most expensive personal construction projects in modern history being built in Hawaii. Really? Kule Ranch. It's in Kauai. It'll be his new family compound. He bought the land for $170 million. Just the land. They say the compound will consist of a dozen buildings. Completely, everything will be self-sufficient. So he'll have his own city. There's no reason for him to leave this compound. And it includes a doomsday bunker with a blast-resistant door. Just going to ask you that. Is there a safe room? No, it sure is. Yeah. Is he that paranoid? He seems afraid. Yeah. I don't uh, know. He's, well, he's, he's probably going to be like a $500 million, if not more, billion-dollar project. That's incredible. Wow. So you know all those ads you see on Facebook you didn't want? That's, what's well, that's why you're paying for Zuckerberg's <laughs> new compound in Kauai. You know what we never talk about anymore? And we only did probably the first three days of it. Let's ask VJ this, too. Oh, okay. I know exactly what it is. Remember Threads? Remember when Threads came out? The, oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The Twitter version of Meta? Mm-hmm. Nothing. What a fail that was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you set up an account? I didn't even set up an account, did you? No, nah, me neither. No. Nah. I mean, nothing. Only on Facebook and uh, now X, Twitter. And VJ is significantly younger than we are. Yeah. <laughs> so he's in, that, he's in that demo. Yeah, I don't like Threads, no. Does anybody like Threads? No. I think so. <laughs> I no. think they had like 20 million people signed up and 15 million left within 48 hours. Yeah, they dropped almost yeah, immediately. Quick. Yeah, they quick. went on it and they said, now nah, there's yeah. nothing here. And that's what's the, you know, I'll stay on X or Twitter at the time yeah. or whatever it was. This friend of mine <laughs> said he went on, and I guess because in, uh, Facebook Meta owns Instagram. Right. They gave Instagram people instant access to uh, like Threads. instant thread accounts. <laughs> Somebody said. Oh, no. Wow, like the Instagram people like I followed, they're really dumb. <laughs> they, don't, they don't write anything interesting. Oh, jeez. I don't know, but that, wow. thing, that thing was a fail. Yeah. Hey, yeah. How, how about this? You don't think, the, thank you, by the way, uh, VJ, filling in for Diener, who's taking a day off. You're doing a great job. Day off Diener. Strikes again. <laughs> hey, you don't think these are different economic times? Yes, dear. Why? Look out, rotisserie chicken. You know what they're buying at Costco these days? No, what? Gold. Gold. This story just came out from, I think it was Business Insider. Costco yeah. sold more than $100 million worth of gold bars last quarter. You could buy a gold bar at Costco? Yes, you can. 
I, like like a bar bar. Like, you know, they show, uh, like, on you see, the only place I've ever seen it is in the movies. Oh, I know. Like a, like a like heist. They, yeah, what was yeah, it, the Italian job or whatever? Stack and they, them up. Stuck, they stuck them all in the back of those little mini Coopers. Uh, Costco <laughs> began selling gold online in September. One ounce, 24 karat gold bars sell for about two grand. Jeez. Now they limit you, Jen, like with the chicken, <laughs> of two bars per Costco membership. Costco came out and said over the weekend the bars usually sell out hours after being posted on the retailer's website. People are looking to invest in it's just like the old days. Yeah. They're preparing for something. They're putting money in the walls and their mattresses. We all laughed at Grandma, didn't we? Yeah. It's seen as a safe haven asset since it's tangible, scarce, holds its value, theoretically. I mean, that's what some people can only hope. And it hit an all-time high earlier this month. Jeez. So how do you cash it in? You go into your bank and you clunk, you drop it down on the counter and say, I want to trade this in? I hope so, but I, I think it's certificates, I, okay. but I hope oh, so. Oh, okay. Wouldn't it be great if you had a... I would love to go into a bank and just go clunk. Jen rolls into the bank with a dolly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of gold bar. Gold bars just stacked up. That'd be awesome. Yeah, sure. Whatever. But that's... I mean... Your dreams. I know they just uh, I know they just went for sale, but that... This, People are investing in different things these I days. Got, they just finally got approval to build a Costco, you know, in Stewart. So I, I got to wait till it's done, till I get a membership. Because there's none near me. Bust in there and go, where's my gold? Where's my gold? Yeah. Can you imagine they have a display? You know, like you walk into Costco and Sam's, they got all those displays, especially they had like a pyramid of gold gold bars. Oh, and I hope they that have would be awesome. fake like mine trains around uh, it. And- <laughs> <laughs> Only, only we would think like this. Speaking of gold, it was a weekend uh, of sweetness for Wonka, the new movie that came out. Did you go see it? I didn't. We got so oh. busy with holiday stuff. It uh, took in $39 million bucks in opening weekend, more than the combined total of the other 10 movies, 10, that made at least a million bucks over the weekend. Jeez. It's doing well, and I heard it's great. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, maybe I'll go see it over the holidays. I meant to see it. I'm not banking on you ever again. I know. Stop I'm, going to all these holiday things. You'll be all set. I'm done. I'm <laughs> no more. <laughs> hey, by the way, when we get back, we're talking about celebrity power couples. Did you see who made the list? I do this just to aggravate Bill. Why? Your favorite football player and his new girlfriend. Oh, this was a, oh God, I saw this all over the weekend. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta share the story you told me. I didn't even know that about Taylor Swift. Oh yeah. Wow. All right, that coming up. We got a couple of headlines and one more time of, this was interesting, Vivek, the Schwam was in Phoenix over the weekend. Well, he was cutting it up on stage, dropping F-bombs too. Yeah, he was uh, no filter, that's for sure. All right, then more next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Oh. The South Florida Morning Show text line is open. 1-877-850-8585. And then you get the mainstream media. You got this character Van Jones on CNN afterwards saying, this is the rise of an American demagogue who's going to live 50 years longer than Trump. This is dangerous. I am shaking. That's what he says. (laughs) Just shut the f***. At a certain point. Oh, Schwab. Wow. Calm down there. Talk about no filter. He was actually, I mean, that was the right spot. Younger kids. It was that turning point thing, I think. He was one of the guest speakers. This one was in Phoenix. But it's a good reminder. You really have to laugh at a lot of this stuff, or it'll drive you insane. Well, it was just funny. that Van Jones have a meltdown over Vivek. But see, I thought, you thought he was relating to the kids, and that could very well be the case. I thought he stole a 
page out of Elon Musk's book. Because remember, Elon Musk told all the all the advertisers, especially Michael I, my, my, uh, Michael is Iger from yeah. Disney. Yeah, and he's Bob Iger. Bob Iger. He looked at him and just said, "Yeah, if you're in the audience, you know what? Off." Well, like, he's Whoa. been ever since then too. He has not stopped his tirade against Bob Iger. Oh, it's unreal. He's not. He's he must know something that we don't know. I he's you so know? mad at that. I, shot after shot saying Disney isn't the same and wow, he's right. He is right, but I mean, people still love the mouse. You can't pick on the mouse. Wow. People look at it, you know, it, it, it was another conversation that came up with my very left friend. They hate Don, they hate Ron DeSantis for attacking Disney. Well, look what he did to Disney. Look what he Yeah, they're a real victim. I said, "Okay, Boy, that, those and poor I, folks." I just looked at it. I said, "Well, look at what he did to Disney. I mean, the Disney that doesn't pay any taxes. They pay they, no, no, they don't." Go ask SeaWorld, go ask Universal, go ask Bush Gardens how much they pay in taxes. Go ask Disney World what they pay. I said, so look, read facts. Look, look what they did to Disney was yeah. the quote. Yeah. You look can't, what he this did is to why, Disney. and I'll go back to Vivek on this. You have to mock these people. They're totally insane. And, you and, have to laugh at them. And I just experienced this with, with some of the lunatics in Lauren's family. They're insane. Yeah. And, and the but, problem but is the you problem, get upset. But the problem, exactly right. You me, can't take that you, approach. And I do. Right. I, you're exactly you right. You have to mock them because they just – and all they do is, is spit out the same talking points that they just heard on CNN, they just heard Van Jones say, right. they just saw on The View, or they just read in the New York Times. It's all they do. They're like mindless zombies. you got to make fun of them. Yeah. You have to. And you can't – trying to explain to my girlfriend that Disney didn't pay taxes was like, you're lying. Ah, okay, okay, I'm lying. All right. That's because you like DeSantis. No, it's got nothing to do with DeSantis. I don't like the fact that he's picking on Disney either because it makes him look bad in the world in the world general. You know, people look at it as you're attacking the mouse. But he has every right to attack the mouse. Yeah, but, but it was anyway. Disney that started this by jumping into this fight. I agree. By attacking it, by calling it the don't say gay bill, which but was he never the case. He, that was a lie. He doesn't like gay kids. You don't know that? <laughs> And you know what else with your girlfriend? Because uh, I know how these conversations go. <laughs> I would, like I would bet a thousand dollars right now that you didn't start the conversation. They did. It, it, I forget. But then it, they want to run and hide. The conversation started really. We were t- we were just in general talking about how crazy the world is and why she never had kids. And you know, she was looking at my granddaughter and she said, "Well, you know," I said, "Yeah, the world is crazy." I said, "Everybody hates everybody." And her comment right after that was, "Well, you know what? This started with Trump." And there it is. And I went, "What?" And there it is. What? What? It, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like holy. I said, "It's got nothing to do with the academia of the world. Any of these college professors, no. presidents." And she looked at me like I had five heads. I well, said, okay. it's that Trump fuck. But again, case in point, always, always the case. They will always start it, but you'll debate and throw some facts at them, and they want to run out of Well, I want to talk about politics. Well, no. you don't have any argument. And, and Either then, that or they just start name-calling. Or they tell you you're a liar. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just believe what Ron DeSantis they're, says. He they're lies. They're just all the same. They're low-information <laughs> people. I, I don't know uh, how else to describe it. Oh, God help us. See, I'm getting, ups- I'm getting upset just thinking about the conversation nope. I had. Mock them. you got to oh. mock them. Okay, I'm going to mock this couple. Excuse me. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. Did she really get what happened to him? He got pushed and she got all bent out of shape. This is so stupid. So she's he's, you know, flopping for another penalty and it didn't work. Didn't get the flag. And she was all upset about that in the booth. I only saw a lot so much of this because I follow so many Patriots beat writers and they were playing the Pats at Gillette. Okay, she got a police escort from her house in where is it? Newport. She's in Watch Hill. It's in all the way to Foxborough. Are you kidding me? Which is Southern Mass, but still. Yeah. That's a good... A police ex... And get this, so all the writers... <laughs> this, wow. I thought this was funny because they're such tools. 
They were all upset because they couldn't get access to the locker room until Taylor leaves. <laughs> oh, my was, God. And they were all really upset about it. I loved it. She got a police escort from Watch Hill yeah. all the way to the stadium. That's a good hour, if not longer. I don't know. Well, the reason I go. bring him up as well, how much time do I have not left? Not a lot. One minute. One minute. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey landed on the wealthiest celebrity couple third. Number one by far. Go to who? Jay-Z and Beyonce. Together, they're worth two and a half billion dollars. By the way, Taylor Swift makes more money than her boyfriend, just so you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and third on the list was Rihanna, and is it ASAP Rocky? ASAP Rocky. They came in second. They're worth $1.4 billion together. But Jen, are they happy? <laughs> Again, she makes money more money than buy he happiness. does. <laughs> so I'll let you know. You want to make a bet? Yeah, I know. Give me a couple of mil. See how well happy I'd be. Anyway, hey, we're, we're going to be really happy because we're done. And you're probably going to be really happy because we're done, too. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. We can't thank you enough for being here. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.